But there was this one company, I think called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah. Good morning, ladies and germs. Welcome to another episode of the Chop Sports Daily. Coming to you live from the Flipping Made Easy studio right here in Matawan, New Jersey. Coming to you live from the Cabinet Creation Sports Desk. It is Sturge. It is Gooch. It is Rob behind the glass. We are not alone today, folks. We have artificial intelligence. No, we have already in the building. The representatives are actually watching the show in the lobby right now. They helped set up a couple things. There is going to be some new graphics, have you? Uh, for instance, you know, if for whatever reason we're talking about Chop Sports. Ha! There we are. We have Chop Sports in front of you. There this we is are. The brand new RD technology. We're very excited. There's a lot of stuff to get into as far as what, you know, what the capabilities are uh, of this thing. I know me and Gooch got here extra early today uh, to pretty much learn a little bit and do we're a little bit. We're in the beta phase work. right now, but it's a great experience to kind of see how things are starting from the ground level with a company just like this. Yeah. Arty augmented reality. That's what we're talking about here. Augmented reality is essentially what we're able to do, what you see live. Could you pull it pull it down and then pull it back up? Sure can. Right. Watch so we this, could give folks. a little a so little display here. Goodbye, right? We're able to we're kind out. of work and with some graphics in bam, real time bam. on a live stream, which I'm pretty sure you haven't seen before. So coming to you live from the Chop Sports Daily, we have augmented reality on our live stream. Yes, sir. Very yes, proud sir. of this moment. Very, yes, it's a very cool thing. We were selected. And good. look, look, we got to call it how we see it. We want to thank Kyle Kerms, the sauce himself. Of He's course. the one who dropped our names to Artie, said these guys would be perfect for this brand new reality and uh, virtual reality kind of thing, augmented reality. Um, and I think it's awesome. So if you want to support this particular show right now, over on the old Patreon. You can do that by heading on over to patreon.com forward slash chop sports. This is the way to do it. There's a three, a five, a $10 operation. Uh, you can get over there for the $10 stuff. There's going to be some brand new content coming your way um, very soon. We're, we're talking to Kyle, obviously brainstorming ideas. There's going to be plenty of things going on over at chop sports uh, for this, um, for the Patreon and the extra stuff. Also, it's game week, folks. It is game week. And what better way to bring in game week than some more arty technology? There it is, ladies and gentlemen, the flag. It's a, We have marked our flag here at Shop Sports on the studio desk. It is time this Sunday coming up. So no more rest. It's over. It's uh, it's done. It's time to effing rage. Are you trying to? What are you, are I'm you just, presenting, I'm the just flag? presenting the flag? I'm just presenting the flag. I'm trying to like get, get used to things being acting. here. I don't know. What, how are we? we we're going to like. Be able yeah, to use yeah. this oh, in yeah. real time, and yeah. I'm just trying trying to get my bearings yeah, and no, it's, my it's, workflow down as we introduce this arty shit. Yeah, stuff. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's arty stuff. By by no means is it shit. No, but anyway, this Sunday from one to six at Merrill Park in Island, New Jersey. Like you're going under it. I know you're just you're blown away right now. Um, from Merrill Park, New Jersey, it is the first annual Chop Sports Barbecue that's going down uh, right now. Looking at a thirty percent chance of morning showers which is fine uh if it's one to six we get in the clear we're in the clear bro it's gonna be a beautiful day i have no idea it. what you're talking about right i'm good Put i'm good and honestly 
if it rains a little bit, we're just going to have to play football in the rain. That's or, it, or boys. I mean, you know, that's like it. that's how we get down at Chop Sports. We're not really worried about 30% chance. When I see 30% chance of rain, you know what I really, what I'm seeing? 70% 70 chance, chance of a great day. That's, that's, a that's my, full that's my, that's my feeling on Sunday. I we're like going to be fine. Steiner man. Let's do it. Sunday. <laughs> What'd you say? Steiner man. I've also baby. been training for these, these non-cardio events. I, I heard you're bear crawling. Yesterday, my buddy and I, Joe, I know he's a loyal listener. We went to Cheesequake Park. And did a two and a half mile like mountain Psychopath. trail walk slash On run Father's up Day and down the hill. I am I do not have a child, so happy Father's Day to all the dads out there, belated gentlemen. Um, yeah. But what we did was midway through, I thought it would be a good idea to like pick a point far ahead and be like, "Yo, let's bear crawl to that tree." I was Just, about like the most random thing like, you could possibly do. And it was up the hill. Hey, but, look at that tree over there. Imagine if we bear crawled to it. Well, like, we were trying what? to we were trying to incorporate things to make it a little bit harder on ourselves. Little did I know that I just made it way too hard. And I got about ten steps, and then Joe blew by me. Mm. And yeah, right. not a good situation. I'm feeling it today, but we're I'm excited. ready there, for this there are barbecue. Some, there's some games. There's uh, there's going to be the QB fifty four game, which by the way, I believe the owner or creator of that game will actually be in attendance he, he thought about coming down so that's a ken palman connect uh so shout out to ken there uh also obviously there's going to be bags which cornhole i mean i call them bags it's cornhole cornhole level cornhole level dot com will be in the house in as well it, we're, we're literally turning into a walking billboard everything is fun. <laughs> we're like we're like major league two like if you're looking for a good proctologist well, you can find things, them in left these center. things perfectly line up with what we're trying to do oh, yeah. specifically on an annual basis this is the first of something. Like last year, we did our website party at a bar. That was fun, and it was necessary for that. But now we want to build off of this. And the last week or so, we've had a lot of feedback, and a lot of people are going to show up. There's a lot of people contributing yeah. and donating, and I want to thank everybody. And look, we, we're in like the final hours, the witch hour, the witching hour, we'll call it. Where like winners a, become losers where, and losers but, become winners. But essentially now we're, we're in the, the final stages where we need to know if you are going to bring a table, a cooler, anything that you might be able to contribute and I wouldn't say donate because you're getting it back that day. You know, we'll put yeah. a little piece of tape on it. So tables, <laughs> coolers, all that, all those types of things. Of we we definitely Clean need. Yeah, I have a know. question. Uh oh, Dave, what are you going to eat at the barbecue? I am still in <laughs> That's negotiations. That's a very good question. <laughs> Shut up! I am still in negotiations with uh, Jersey Pizza Boys. Uh, I'm thinking I'm trying to get the truck there. If not, Dave's just going to order a large pie. Oh, 100%. right. It's just like delivery to Merrill Park. Please, thank like, you. Yo, delivery Merrill Park. Some guy walking in. Anybody order yeah. a pizza? Yo, doesn't your dad have like? Didn't you buy him like this brick oven thing? Is that port I did. Is that portable? Oh, it's it's probably not allowed to be brought to Merrill I Park. I did buy him. Now that like I looked that. at the uh, the rules, you know what I did buy my dad for Father's Day though? I was stumped. This man has everything, right? I had no idea what to get him. I got him a motorized uh, float. So now he's like, he can go in the pool and literally uh, with joysticks, cool. I've seen that thing. joysticks move around just like, it's just keep going. It's propelled by two things. It's I great. I don't like the pool so much, but I'll sit in the float though all day. How do yeah, you I'm not, not like I'm the not pool? A, I'm not a water I, guy. So when guys. I was like three, Traumatized? My, da my dad left me like alone on a thing. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? This guy's a class act, I by swear. the way. <laughs> and I, as he was at his friend's house. You're house, out there, Mr. Brutal. Dad guy. I'm a junior, so. Are you a junior? Yeah. That sucks. I would have changed that shit. That's why I never named my kids any of my names because I we retired it, threw over the thing. Anyway, I fell in. I don't. I, I guess I was there and for a long time. on Jerry Springer. It's never going to happen. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry. I swear. True story. All right. So anyway, 
Uh, please be sure to. We're bad. Watch. Yeah. Hey, baby. Yeah. Hey, baby. I suppose a boy. Yo, that's hey, great. Live on the show. <laughs> hey, there you go, dude. Okay, Scoop. Okay, congratulations to Scoop Espo, one of our loyal chop heads. I guess you can call him. Uh, he's having a boy. So congratulations. The the Espo name will be carried on for generations. And I'm not sure if that's a good thing, but I guess that's a good <laughs> thing uh, for you. Yeah. Um, but you're gonna. You know, the boy is. Listen, my guy's only seven months old, but. He's learning. He was actually here yesterday, hey, sitting right yeah, there on the desk. Nice. I was um, like, I was making sure that there was no uh, schmears left. No, I didn't <laughs> shit on a little diaper schmear. I would. That's good I luck. I cleaned. I mean, it's good luck. No, I know. Dave, yeah, Dave, Yo, did you hear what Dave just said? Dave right said he would have cleaned. I mean, <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? What do you mean? I've seen cleaned. Dave clean like four times in a year and a half. <laughs> All right. Unless there was a. Uh, He's actually found his, his brother under carpets. His brother is going to chime in for for like the first time in six months and be like, "Yo, I agree. How hard is it?" He was there. I remember. I remember when we had this conversation about like pizza in the microwave or something, and he was like, "Bro, you have no idea." Oh, it's it's. But great. no, we'll, we're not going to pile on Dave the day after yeah, Father's Day. Dave had had himself a nice weekend. I had a great Father's Day. I got a little sunburn ski. I'm I'm feeling good about it. Right on the shoulders. I needed the sun for the first time in forever. I feel like we're here every day. I don't see any of the sun, uh, but I finally got the. Relax, have a couple beers with the old man and my brother and my family. Everybody was there. Had a good Fast time. forward to next weekend. Dave's going to be on that pool float motoring around <laughs> his oh, dad's backyard. So no funny. doubt about it. Bonus mom Barry chimed in right as soon as she like saw what I got. She's like, your brother and you are going to really enjoy this. Ah. <laughs> I was like, all right, first of all, it's for my dad. Second of all, yes, I will use it as and well. And real quick, though, before we, we get off the topic of the Scoop family lineage, I wanted to give a shout out to Scoop's dad, who's selling honey. And I gave I bought one for my mother and for honey? and for Ashley's mother and it's good honey, bro. It's right out of Colonia, local honey. Scoop, come That's by the honey, studio. Honey. I still owe you ten bucks, <laughs> but I want to make sure that you gave the dad the first installment that I that okay. I gave you the last week. Right. So yeah, go check out Scoop's dad's honey company. <laughs> Not sure, not sure the name, but it is good fucking that is, honey. Uh, that's fantastic. Um, so anyway, live read. Also, as you're, you're right, as you're watching this, please be sure. Maybe he'll knock ten bucks that I owe him off. Like <laughs> the video. Oh, you owe him money. I owe Scoop ten bucks. I only had ten on me. I oh, owed him that's twenty. Right. Yeah. But now he's having a boy, so maybe he won't. He, I was gonna say he would have forgotten. Well, no, live read. Just, I feel like the live read kind of knocked definitely knocked ten bucks off for sure. Hundred um, percent. Also. Please be sure to like this video. Over the week, um, I'm gonna say this. I, I don't like. I know Gooch isn't big on the numbers, right? I'm not. He's he's not like. It's not braggadocious by any stretch. But last week, the Chop Sports Daily uh, was viewed over 1,600 people throughout the entire week. So yes, average it out. It's whatever. But Thursday's show was viewed by thousand plus, and I don't know what you can't figure this stuff out. What was the topic Thursday? Was that there the, was some Vince McMahon stuff? There was some. Uh, what else was there? I, I, the I don't know, NBA man. Finals, NBA right? Finals was Friday. No, there was something that we did about NFL players. It was some... I don't know, but whatever the case may be, been. it was highly viewed, so we appreciate everybody that has come on to watch the show. We also picked up a bunch of new subscribers, so thank you and welcome to the show. If this is your first time actually tuning in live, uh, we appreciate you. Like the video. That would be tremendous. Um, so, uh, yeah, I guess it's time to get into the rest of the show, which has become... Pretty easy. It's like riding a bike. <laughs> see, see, I, I had to incorporate the riding of the bike thing. Uh, if anybody hasn't seen the video of our, our oh, wonderful now I get it. I was like, what? What are you even talking about? Oh, see, and now I get not... it. Now I get it. Yeah. Now well, it. here, if anybody's missed the video of uh, our 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 commander in chief, <laughs> Mister Joseph Biden, fell off a bike the other day or yesterday or whatever it was. I think the best part about the fall was like he like cruised up. He hit the stop. He yeah, was he full tried to stop. Cool. He's like. 
<laughs> I just did this shit. Oh, hey, Do you know what happened though? You know foot got why stuck it went down? Pedal, but you know those if you're rich and you have a bike, how your feet like click into the pedals. Uh huh. And that's what it was. He thought his foot was clicked out, and he went to go plant, and that table, that leg wasn't I there. I think I saw the best video I saw was Trump hitting a golf ball. Yeah. And it knocked him that. off the bike. <laughs> <laughs> somebody, somebody did that. And I'm not, listen, I'm not trying to pick sides. He posted like that, it too. But that's hilarious. Donald Trump posted that too, though. He's like, <laughs> or whatever, he put it out somewhere. Unbelievable. <laughs> All right. So hilarious. let's bring up some topics that we're going to be talking about and watch this. Yes, this is already at its best, folks. Nope, that's the already thing. See, I'm working on this as we go. Uh, but here we go. Bink, 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 bink. So here we go. These are the topics real quick that we'll be talking about before we get into the meat and potatoes of this episode, the Yankees, they're human after all. It's unfortunate, but they finally drop a game. I mean, they still scored nine runs. There was two guys that they came were, into oh, the... That's the yeah, that's part but, that burns but, me a little bit. And I don't want to sit here and nitpick at the management no, decisions. No, but <laughs> there was two guys that pitched last night that gave up all those runs that I largely haven't seen much of this season. It wasn't the Clay... It wasn't their... No, it was Peralta? Their, yeah, it, it wasn't their... And Castro, I believe the his name was. The kid they got from the Mets. So, Thanks. while, while <laughs> they did score 10 runs, the offense was clicking, Josh Donaldson had a little bit of excitement and then struck out or got picked off in the next next pitch. But then he did hit the home run and pimped it. So, the Yankees have he a little bit of swagger. It was a little bit of... <laughs> um, they, it was a great baseball game. Toronto played well. Their lineup is just as good, if not they're just as good as the Yankees when when they're clicking. Toronto's lineup is legit. Oh, Their stacked. pitching hasn't been hasn't been living up to it. And the Yankees scored nine runs. If you're going to score nine runs, look, you got to win the the ball game. But at least it wasn't something where a starter got touched up. Severino did fairly well. I mean, like he struck out nine, I believe. There was and a little fatigue. There was a little fatigue in Severino. He did just come off the COVID list, so I don't know if he had a positive test or he was just sick. No, but he, Boone I, said he's like he probably wouldn't have trotted them out for another inning, but he did anyway. Just a gut feeling that he can do it, and he only got through like one batter in the sixth. Like, like I said, we can't sit here and nitpick at what the Yankees decision makers are, are doing out there because they won nine in a row or ten in a row. They've they've won fifty out of their last sixty games. It seems like so we get all pumped to breaks. They don't even have fifty wins yet this season. Who but the Yankees? Yes, they do. They're they're forty nine and seventeen. Ah, oh, damn it, yeah. bums. <laughs> bums. So a little a little slight exaggeration. They're not fifty and ten. They, so. But they haven't even let this. The first time they let up double digits all year. That's well, that's what crazy. I'm saying. Wow. So, so while it's yeah. while we could be alarmed by the fact that yeah. it's the first time they lit up double digits, it's actually it's pretty impressive that it's yeah, the it first time. Mid June, if not end of June, to give up double digit runs. I mean, yeah, and you're saying that Judge is finally coming back down to earth. Like I just saw his. Line I did yesterday. a little. I did a little. I saw his line yesterday. And more I was of a just deep like, dive into that, and he is four for his last twenty five or something oh like that. So it's not necessarily like, but two of them are home runs, and one and of them. You thought about paying this still guy? Still got RBI, <laughs> and you know what else? He's not striking out much, and he's still walking. Right. So yeah. Aaron Judge is definitely still seeing. But the baseball let me ask well. you a question. So nine in a row, right? They take the loss. Is this so the nine 10. Is this division theirs right now? Doesn't it's I mean they got a here. double digit they lead. Got a, they got a June. ten game lead. It's not Do they theirs. still have ten still with the loss against the I think Blue it Jays? was ten and a half. The Blue so maybe Jays. it's nine and a half. So nine and a half, but it's a, still yeah, it's relatively a ten there. ten game lead. It's definitely not done. It's a it's still June. It's June, man. Right? Uh -huh. The Yankees could fall apart at any given point because it's baseball. And when Susan. I say fall apart, I mean you lose you lose seven out of ten and a team gets hot and wins ten out of ten out of ten. Then yeah, you drop you drop seven games in the standing. So then it's a series. So yeah, it's not completely over, but they built themselves a nice lead and they're able to withstand any type of, you know, downward spiral they might have. A lot of teams have to pass them. It's not like, you know, right. they all gotta play each other too. So ten games in June, mid June, end of June, I think we're in a good spot.
Uh, flipping over to the Mets, um, Mets side of things, it's funny. Bassett was pitching a gym, and then he loads the bases up. And my dad said, I told my dad, I, I got Bassett in my fantasy lineup, and I'm doing really well right now with him. And he's like, you just better hope, because he knew all three guys on base were Bassett's responsibility. That's the rules of baseball, right? Mm -hmm. Bassett comes out, and my dad's like, as long as Lugo doesn't come in, you're good. And then we see Lugo trotting in. He's like, you're screwed. Like, my dad called that shit, and then they give up a grand slam opposite way. And I'm like, oh, my God. So, yeah, Bassett, his numbers drop. I still beat your ass, Grasso. That's right. I beat you. Eight and two, baby. But Eight the real news, the real news coming out of Queens right now is that Scherzer is probably on track to make his return next week, early next is that week. What it, that's yeah. what you're reading? Yeah. 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 So Max wow. Scherzer's back for hopefully for the Mets' sake by next week. If everything goes according to plan, no setbacks in his rehab. I think he's making a rehab start sometime midweek this week. Mm -hmm. Maybe a second one if needed. But usually with knowing him, he's gonna make one rehab start yep. and then if if anything, they would just put him on a pitch limit in his first one back. But right. I would imagine that he'd, yeah, he'd you be don't fine want to, get to too go crazy. But um, um, and then possibly Degrom back in two weeks after yep. that. They're talking about early to mid July. So you're looking at mid July having your two aces back, and they're still in first place. They still yeah. have what four. I would say that I would say if we were to rewind and go back and review our episode that we did the day that the day after Max Scherzer got hurt, and we were kind of looking at the Mets as how are they going to withstand this? And then we even had the, the same conversation even more recently with the, a couple of the lineup guys with Lindor being hurt with his finger and Alonzo, but they both came back. The Mets, they passed the test. They're 100% a contender and they'll be there at the end. No doubt. Francisco about it. got his thumb caught in the Lindor. <laughs> God damn it. That was pretty funny. I like that one. Was a good it, only, it only took him 11 days to come up with that I on know, the spot. I don't know why. It just that was good, out. though. It was, it was good. It was Matt Ibanez, they do that podcast, right? The Mets to his part? Yeah. Sunday versus tomorrow is the plan. As long as he does well at AA, he's coming up. All right. So. And yes, Ash, I 100% will take a smoothie. <laughs> don't you love how we do a live show and this is sometimes how you can communicate? Beautiful. <laughs> I wonder if she got nope, no text. I get See, she, play even, she just bypassed the text message and just sent, case, sent me the, the knowing question that you're in the live, chat. You're not gonna check Great it, move, so Ash. That was a bold move, Cotton. Um, anyway, NHL. Guess what? There's a Stanley Cup actually happening. Uh Gooch's Lightning are have dropped to a 2-0 deficit for the second series in a row. Yeah, I was gonna say we've been here before. You boys we, know what it's like, right? We've, we've been, been here before, before, bro. This is not unfamiliar territory. We've been in the dark underbelly of the NHL, right? Mm -hmm. And this is down two games to nothing. To the bum ass New York Rangers, but bum we had no issue. We had no issue disposing of them in dramatic fashion early and often. <laughs> Lightning just kept on striking. Oh, no, on. I have no idea. They gave up seven goals, and it looked like they were just getting the shit beat out of them so bad. So they started doing dirty things on the ice, which is what you're supposed to do. But that's what they did to the Rangers too, and yes. they were down. So they were. It was like at that point, the what are they? The Avs. The Avs yeah. should have just taken all their guys out because taking all their guys. If if I had a chance to find out just how much you know about hockey, <laughs> take all their guys out. First of all, you the understand. Lines are just never going to go back. No, on the just ice. it doesn't matter. You're up seven nothing. They can't. It takes you. They left 11, the goalie in. Sometimes for a long it time. takes eleven games to score seven goals. So yeah. if you have a seven goal lead in a game, take all the guys that might potentially get the shit beat out of them by an angry other team out. And just alter your line. Tommy D uh, coming in saying, except the Avalanche haven't played thirty games in a row. Tampa's going down. Tommy D's. Putting a foot on the throat of the Tampa Bay Lightning. No three-peat here, folks. Park's closed. Uh, Matt Fitzpatrick. What are the odds now? I, I wonder. I'm gonna I'm gonna Take put them. a little Take bit them. of a, a little bit of a coin on um on Tampa Bay to come back. Ooh, I like that. The payout's got to be nice. Um, Matt, a little bit of a coin. 
<laughs> so it's like not a full coin, it's just like a just a, a, a piece of a coin, just a little fraction of a coin. Uh, Matt Fitzpatrick wins the U.S. Open. I believe Sauce won some money on this one. Uh, I lost money on this one. Me and my brother both were rooting hard for Scotty Scheffler, uh, but to no avail. What a great! I know you probably didn't watch it, or you didn't watch it either. But um, sometimes golf does get intense, and I and I did watch it with my brother, and I was like, wow, you know what? This is actually my brother of all people. Like you know. We're all we're big family guys, you know, so we don't like, you know, dinner, the dinner bell rings. And that's my yeah. daughter who brings it. We're all at the table. Danny was into it. He was watching. Like He was like, hold on, hold on. Like, I got to see this putt. It was it was intense towards the back back stretch. Back nine. Have you no TV by the dinner table? No TV by the dinner table. Even if the Cowboys. Oh, oh well, that's not true. I, I take that back. Completely take that back because by August. The TV take, starts to shift a little no, no, bit. No, 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 no. We have a dining room that's like upstairs, right? With uh-huh. no TVs. But come August, when we do our fantasy draft, we bring uh, these massive, a massive ping pong table cover, cover the pool table, and that serves as a massive draft table for everybody to be there at the draft. That never leaves until February. We we eat dinner at that table, watching the massive screen. Makes sense. Each and every Sunday. About so that. How about that you? Actually, happens in TV uh, at the dinner table. Your house or no? There, there's no such thing as like the dinner table. There is one, but my house is a nobody. Yeah, obviously. Just nobody. all my life has just been. Got millions of things go, happening go, at once. Go, it's like, you know, just, buffet style, family style. Yeah, that's how you know, my house Eat as too. you go type thing. And my so mom. So, you guys never it. sit down for a family dinner? No, we do on yeah. holidays. I'm just telling like, it now. But yeah, Dave lo- likes to, he thinks that the family dynamic, I'm the trying, to get, cool, trying to get cool, <laughs> trying to get cool points because like we don't eat dinner at the, no, <laughs> we do. your brother, you love We him. do. And, you don't sit and, down for And I want to, I have to have like full disclosure on this situation because I know that my mother is not the the reason for this. No, she tries. No, no, no but like when yeah, as she it. says this, she's I'm saying this and she's probably like, what is he saying right now? <laughs> because she wants me to tell my brother I love him. She wants me, Aww. she wants us to sit down at the dinner table Yo, as a family. And we guys. do oblige once in a while, but it's just there's so many of us and we're such psychopaths typically. I'm not, I'm cool, but my siblings are nuts. So it's just a hard situation to wrangle everybody together. Plus my sisters each have Three and four kids now, so what kind of it's, table are we gonna put together? It's here? a big ass table, right? Where are we gonna sit? <laughs> now that I work with your sister, I know her. It's like you have the same attitude towards like your, your family. Like it's like we don't love each other like that. Like, we don't tell each other. I <laughs> no, swear no, no, to God. no, 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 like no. That, we but don't. Like what he's saying. But like, like we. Exactly. I don't need to tell. Exactly I don't need to tell my saying. sister that I love her. But like my actions pr- prove that Exa- I exactly. You know? What he's saying is like the same thing she says. Like it's so funny. So anyway, Fitzpatrick anyway, wins the U.S. Hate Open. you guys. Great golf. <laughs> hate my siblings. Doyle rules. Family. You suck. <laughs> great, great, great golf. Uh, again. Definitely the Father's Day capper, really. Like, at the end of the day, there's nothing else on, really. Yankees already lost. The Mets already lost. Boom. We all got to sit down and watch Fitzpatrick do his thing. Now, right before we went on the show, we were kind of preparing with Artie and everything like that. You think I could beat Fitzpatrick in speed golf? Huh? He's like 16. He probably could run. He could probably outrun me. Never mind. So, speaking of Mr. Kyrie Irving, who's last listed on our little rundown ski here. Okay, so this happened literally before we went live. So brushed up as far as, like, the freshness of this topic, it seems to me that Mr. Irving will be testing free agency if not brought back on a deal from the Brooklyn Nets, which does not seem as imminent as everybody once thought. Yeah, it looks like there's a few options out there on the table already. You know how fast the Internet works. They're talking, like, if he wants to go to L.A., it would have to be a sign-in trade. Not an opt-out. And L.A., I'm talking about the Lakers. Could you imagine LeBron and Kyrie reuniting? Again? Yeah. 
because of the way that I thought they that, split because they hated each other. Well, they didn't hate each other. They just didn't. Kyrie wanted out. He wanted to be the man. But I think Kyrie may have since learned that being the man is not as easy as he thought it was. And teaming up with a guy like KD, who who dominates the ball, doesn't need to dominate the ball. I'm confused what Kyrie's actually looking for. If it's a Kyrie thing or the Nets thing, because he wasn't all in. And I think if you listen to. Uh, KD's comments after the season last year it was a little cryptic in that they want people all in mm-hmm. and if you're if you're gonna read well, he was between only halfway because it affects the yeah. if you're gonna read between the lines and it's not like he's bashing Kyrie but understanding that Kyrie's not all in on the team because he has other issues that are going on whether you agree with him or not which I do happen to agree with Kyrie on a lot of them um it's still not really the best thing for a team that's vying for a championship the Nets are still third even with the potential Kyrie yep. opting out situation to win the NBA Finals, which will change obviously dramatically depending on if they're able to pull off a sign and trade and who they would get. How about Kyrie to Milwaukee? Ooh, wow. Him that would be like, together? I think, a fit for him. I don't so, know. I, would I, you I take was, him on the Knicks? I don't think you're going to find a spot. I don't think you're going to find a spot. No. You don't know what you're going to get. No. I don't no. want him. No. I, I don't think you're going to find a spot really, that Kyrie great, doesn't but. typically fit into the basketball player. Like, add Kyrie anywhere that doesn't have a point guard and, and the, he makes them a lot better. What about. It's a hypothetical, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm just trying to think. I of just the thought the Milwaukee fit. was probably like the best. Not like the Nuggets. Fit. Well, that's another place two we could go with you. What about a team that. Well, Jokic would be like pretty But they cool. already have Murray what when he comes Tatum? back. Uh, he's not a point. No, he's not going back to Boston. No, nah, yeah. He Bro, he hates the, the, the city of Boston. That's, he that's the just, one thing we could, we could automatically eliminate Cleveland and Boston. Kyrie just uh, sent out like a tweet. It's pretty much it's just a picture. It's uh, I don't know if you've ever seen The Wire. The, the assassin. Uh, he's like um, the Muslim guy. He comes out and tries to him and uh, the other guy kill the guy in the warehouse. You probably never seen what the wire. The you don't. You, you don't. You probably think, never seen Kyle, the wire. You don't think <laughs> that. Wire, you don't though. think that uh, Drew Holiday and Kyrie would would line up in a. In well, a he's trade? saying they have monster contracts. I understand, Kyle's but, coming but in with some they would have to here. come off of one of those contracts if they wanted to make it work. And I think Drew Holiday would be a potential any any Cap- team. Casualty? No, no, it's a different sport. But yes, <laughs> they would probably move off of him. I also saw that Bradley Beal. Already decided on his free agent destination, but he's just not revealing the sources. I'm that's a weird tactic. I've never seen a player come out and say that. I saw like LA Lakers too, though. But it's like that's not yeah. what he's saying. He's saying he knows where he's going, but he's just not saying it. Now would maybe what it mix. would do, it's a unique tactic. It's probably just agent speak coming here. And if there's a team that thinks it's not them, they might come with a bigger offer now. If that makes sense, maybe, mm-hmm. yeah. Where it's like I already decided, and it's like, nah, I'm, I'm stuck here. I'm, I'm here. It's like if you want me, you got to really pry me away, almost like the Browns did with Watson. Yeah, where he was like saying, I'm not going to, I'm only going to New Orleans. But here's or, all this guaranteed. Yeah, money, and then they changed, and then he changed like, his oh, mind. You know what? I've always loved. But if I was to think life. about what the best place for a Bradley Beal type would be Miami, right? He doesn't play defense, but Miami Who needs a, Miami needs a, a, a scorer more so than anything. Because Jimmy Butler could score, but I, I just don't believe in Jimmy Butler, the finisher. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, Kyle's coming back in. Like, what motivation do the Bucks have right now to change anything? I mean, they're they're champions back-to-back if, if, I, I if, agree. if, if fully healthy. I right? agree. I mean, I'm just saying, still, like, I, him there would be like a... They're a great like team, a, man. A, 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 a fucking I think they'd be unstoppable the with him, too, though. Like I think if be. there's anything that the Bucks could do better, it would be a little more athletic around the rim because Giannis could be a great rim protector, but that's just not the, what they ask him to do. Brooke Lopez is a good player for them, but I don't think he's How about able- Dallas got Jason Kidd over there as the coach, but they Luka. have Luca's a point. 
Luca's not a Luca's point. not a point. He's pretty much running. But the I mean, he pretty much, it's a yes. Four hundred pound but, point guard. <laughs> I mean, I get so what, you're saying, what does though. that have to do? Magic Johnson I get what you're is saying. a point guard. I, I, I'm, I'm just, well, I'm just, NBA just looking at Luca's. Uh, uh, what position does Ben Simmons play? He has a bench. He doesn't play left bench. Uh, yeah, yeah. Ben Simmons plays. But left he's out. he's also a point guard, and he's like six eleven. He so. sucks. Whatever. I don't want to talk about Ben Simmons. He's terrible. He doesn't even play. His mentals are all Here's wacky. Here's Kyle saying, realistically, the teams that could sign Kyrie, Knicks, Heat, Pacers, Lakers, if yeah, they could get off the Westbrook Realistically, right now. The what Kings, about a trade right then and there? Would right, the Nets realistically, fans right now, Westbrook? Yeah, yes. realistically, right now. Westbrook. Wait a minute. Westbrook and KD playing together? They'd probably play <laughs> together right now, both of them. Can you imagine? I, what, I can imagine. I could, too. Well, then yeah. they play together with the Thunder? Yeah, but yes. that, they were kids, though. But then they, didn't they get to, did they get to a title? They, they, no, they, they, played, lost, they lost to they the Cavs. To I the, mean, to, to the Heat. The heat. That was the so heat. they got there together. Yeah. I see an, I see a very unfinished weren't they all, didn't they also Didn't <laughs> they, they also have a 3-1 again. lead against Golden State? They, they lost, they and did then KD joined Golden State. Yep, they did. Reunited. All right, here we go. So... That is our uh, lead topics for today um, as we get into more of the meat and potatoes of this episode. You see, that's it. Oh, just the transitions of Artie, man. It's just such a smooth operation. It's like a smooth criminal. But first, I do, folks. Folks, I want to ask Dave you guys. Dave is bringing da- heavy dad vibes post-Father's Day. Yeah, I became. Heavy. Well, I, it's almost as heavy if I, dad I was re- um... Smooth criminal, he even dropped in there. <laughs> <laughs> he dropped oh. in a smooth criminal reference just for... All the non-dads out there, that is a, what is that, Michael Jackson? Uh, that or Alien Ant Farm. All right. They redid it. Okay. Are you kidding me? What? You're going to say, or Alien Ant yeah, Farm like on a Michael Jackson, Jackson Alien song. I'm a big MJ Whole, fan. No, 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 no. Stop it. <laughs> Clip this. I'm a big Michael Jackson fan. Could, big, big Michael Jackson fan. I'm just saying. Alien Ant Farm, in the, Listen, when like, American Pie was popular, like the second one, they used the Alien Ant Farm uh, version. So that's the one that some of these people grew up with. I'm not some of these people. I grew up with Michael Jackson, and both of them covered it. I'm not getting into this. Anyway, are you guys worried? Are you worried? Are anybody of those guys in the uh, the lobby right now from already worried about saving money and retirement? I bet you they're not because Artie's the future of this stuff. But uh, they're probably also not worried about how they'll pay for long-term health care. I think they'll be fine. But if you are worried and you're not uh, as, as a uh, put-together... You can stop worrying, start planning with Fusco. Ladies and gentlemen, the Fusco Agency, a comprehensive retirement plan, gives you security for greater control over your money. Michael Fusco can help. As president of the Fusco Insurance Agency, Michael can work with you to create a comprehensive retirement plan. He'll explore using life insurance and annuities to help you build a more secure future so you can worry a little bit less now. Call 718-701-5787 to schedule your complimentary consultation at 718-701-5787. Guarantees and protections are subject to claims paying ability of the issuing company. Some insurance policies are not available in all states. Uh, it is Father's Day, no more, Gooch. So, yes. what on earth can so can what are we going to do? Offer us? Oh what no! So, Manscaped here? marketing department is just wonderful at their jobs, and <laughs> right now we are offering the Platinum Package 4.0. Platinum, 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 and platinum. look, guys, this is really. The Platinum Package has done so much for my confidence as a man, right? Like, since I've started using the Platinum Package, I've gotten an extra inch of girth and length. So just a full disclosure here. This is what it's talking about. I'm reading this word for word. It made me giggle when I read it. Um, They wrote So Manscaped's brand new Platinum Package (laughs) 4.0 is the biggest bundle they've ever offered. See, I told you. It helps with your confidence. So it comes equipped with the Lawnmower 4.0. It has the... 
ear and nose hair trimmer. It has the Crop Shaver 2.0, which is a actual razor that's like contoured just right for your nutsack. It's a great, <laughs> it's a great deal out, down like, there. Okay, well, Look, this is a, this is what we do over here. Mm. Um, it's also waterproof. In addition to shaving, you can now completely upgrade your shower routine because it has a like a ball hair conditioner oh now. My right, God. so you got a ball and taint hair conditioner on top of the exfoliator and all. So when I say that you were like the pristine package. With an added extra inch because of the uh, some the whole does it feel like trimming? a new haircut? Like it's like a new haircut, bro. You you know the new haircut day. Like if I That's have like I mean. a, a big game coming like up, like, yeah. yeah, it's like there's <laughs> nice. nothing like that fresh haircut mm. feeling. Nice. So what better way to get that fresh haircut feeling down below in the dark underbelly of man? If you go over to <laughs> manscape.com and you use the promo code Chop Sports, you receive twenty percent off your entire order and free shipping. <laughs> Worldwide. World, so head world, on over to manscaped.com and use the promo code Wait, Sports. S- scoop coming And in. you I, get your balls taken care of. I tried the lawnmower 4.0 yesterday for Father's Day. If it could shave this, it could shave anything. <laughs> so there you go. There's proof in the pudding. Um, and what he right means there. by that is like really small balls <laughs> with like a lot of nut hair. That's scoop, right? I have no idea, actually. I mean, yeah, I was going to say, I mean, uh, d- yeah, mm, pause on that one. <laughs> but uh, yeah, manscaped.com. No, no, no. Promo code, Chop Sports, 20% yes, yes, off. Yes. Great read, uh, great read. You know, some companies, they offer, uh, you know, silver. Some, play, you know, offer gold. This one, it's platinum. For your balls. For your nuts. I mean, come on. What's up, guys? It's Sturge from Chop Sports. And today, I'm here to finally deliver some new happenings with our friends over at Absolute Eyewear. You already know the deal. They're stocked. They have the biggest brands, including Ray-Ban, Polo, and now introducing its newest player to their star-studded lineup, Oakley. They work with all your major insurance companies, including BCBS, AARP, and so much more. If you check out Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, next to the train station, you'll receive $100 off any prescription frames and lenses. That's $100. Check them out right now by either calling 732-326-3937 or visit their website, absolute-eyewear.com. Tell them Chop Sports Sturch sent you. All right, so we found a topic on the Chop Sports Facebook group, as a matter of fact, because, again, Chop Sports Facebook group is where you could debate when the show's not on. And sometimes we pluck little stories uh, from there. We pluck little things. Um, pluck little things. But <laughs> each, I'm talking about Manscaped, now we're plucking little things. But today, we'd like to pluck each NFL team's offensive GOAT, meaning there's 32 teams. Each of these teams have one representative listed on this graphic that we've looked at. So we're going to obviously bring them up as we go. Some of them we can agree with. Some of them are heavily debated. Some of them, I don't know what the hell they were thinking. But again, that's what we're here for, and that's what we could debate. So people in the chat, you can also chime in, uh, and Rob will bring up some of the better comments. So... We start with, uh, I don't know if this, it doesn't go in any kind of specific order. Actually, the divisions, it is. So it looks like the AFC North is first. And it starts with the Baltimore Ravens. Okay. Um, right now, they're listing their best offensive GOAT of all time as Jonathan Ogden, offensive lineman. Yes. I would say, it's yeah. Not, it's not be, the sexy pick. And, you're right. But offensive lineman is never is the sexy pick. With, but here's with a Lamar Jackson, Jamal. Lamar Jackson has a real chance. Jamal Lewis is also in the conversation, but he's not a Hall of Famer and Ogden is. What about so. Steve Smith? Uh, Carolina. Carolina, okay. for sure. Because yeah. he actually is listed as yeah. Carolina, I believe. But the way I look at Jonathan Ogden is, and most of these guys, if you're the best maybe ever at your position and you have that time, like, if, like for instance, uh, without jumping ahead too far, but like Tom Brady, I mean, everybody knows this. Yeah, we're going to pa- skip the Patriots. No, no, but I'm saying, like, this is... Because <laughs> no, that's... Makes my sense. comparison is this. 
Tom Brady could be the greatest quarterback ever. So because of that, whatever team he was on longest, he's obviously the greatest player, offensive yeah. weapon, right? Uh -huh. So it's like that's a preference. Uh, preface. Thanks, or thanks for clearing preface? that one up. Right? Like so. <laughs> I think what we really need no, to do no, no. is like See, you're you're mocking me, but I'm actually being legit. No, like I, if you're I'm, the greatest at your position ever, that means that you're what, probably the best at on your team. Yes. So if yes, by proxy, ever, <clears throat> you know, ever, what? you know what, of I'm all times, here. get me out of here. Um, do you mean like ever, ever, ever? All right, no, seriously. Ever, moving ever. on, Jonathan Ogden, I agree with this one. But, I can't really debate it. I think, but I mean, I who else Lamar, would you say? I mean, Lamar I, could he potentially might say in, in a couple of years if Lamar stays there long term, maybe Lamar. Yeah, because the, the quarterback, MVP, he's got right. an MVP, and if he could do some things that have never been done, rushing the football and pass guys like Michael Vick or even a Cam Newton touchdown wise, things like that, then yeah, you could make the case. But as of now, he's got a he's got a tall. How about Justin Tucker? Ooh, but he's a special, special teams, teams player. Technically not offense. No, 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 no. It's like he's special teams. Yes, he's a kicker. Right? Yes. I agree. Hundred percent. Very but good like call. It's, yes, special teams. Hundred percent. They. I. Otherwise, then why not Ray Lewis? Well, this is offense. Ray Lewis don't score points though. Yeah, but I get what you're teams. saying though. It's anyway, special teams. Offensive. Whatever. We're moving on to the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I will use our Artie technology to bring this home. Because they have listed Mr. Big Ben Roethlisberger, okay? Now, Roethlisberger's stats, they speak for themselves. 63,000 yards, as Gooch makes reference Wait, where is to it? the... It's, it's to your left. It's there, you're right. Uh, to your, oh, I'm to, behind it. Yeah, But we left. can do that. Yes, we can we be can behind. We can put it behind and it. It's like right front, here. So Boom, done. Let us but know anyway. what you think. Behind or in front, guys? Which, yeah, which so 418 one? touchdowns to so. 210 interceptions. He's listed as the greatest Pittsburgh Steeler offensive player ever. Is there an argument for a guy like Bettis... Or a guy like Franco Harris, no, or a guy like Lynn no, Swan. and no, and then possibly Lynn Swan. I don't know. I gotta look at. I gotta look because there's it, Big Ben's clearly a, a a Hall of Famer, but looking at the Pittsburgh Steelers lineage and history, they've got some really good players. What about Bradshaw? Bradshaw got four rings. It's hard to say that Bradshaw is better than Big Ben because he's I don't not. think he's Numbers better. Don't lie. So different eras. I understand that, but four rings is four rings. I'm the. I hated it. I I would. I don't hate Terry Bradshaw. I just think he's not as good as people thought he was. He played with. 51 Hall of Famers on the that team. Was so ridiculous. I would think that there's probably maybe Heinz Ward, but he's not even a Hall of Famer. No. But Mr. Pittsburgh Steeler, nuts, it's no? like a decent, he doesn't belong if you look at the numbers. Yeah, he really doesn't. That, you can make the, you can make the borderline case for a Heinz Ward because of the playoff success and things like that. But you look at the receivers that haven't gotten in yet, It's there's some really gaudy 64, numbers. 64,000 yards is a lot. Dude. Yeah, that's a lot of yards. And you can see that on our Artie technology. Ah, how about that? So, look, you can obviously see what we're going to be trying to do with Artie, and I think it's there's the endless possibilities, to be honest with you. Uh, this was like thrown together in an hour. I just want to point out a couple cool things. One is that like it's it's not here, but there's a reflection. There's a, literally a reflection of Roethlisberger right here. Come on. There's going to be other things. There's going to be other things that we're able to do, and I'm going to give you guys a little preview, even though it's not an actual preview. But I'm going to have them cook something up for me, quite literally. When the Packers beat the Cowboys on Sunday, November 11th, I believe, on Monday, November 12th, what I'm going to do is I'm going to have a, a plate that's lit on fire, and it's going to be full of L's, or just maybe one L, right? It's going to be a flaming L. I'm going to reach under the table, and I'm going to hand Dave a hot L, right? That's oh, what, thank that's you the type for this stuff, L. That's the type of stuff that we're going to be able to do. Yes, it's going to be awesome. And I believe um, Shelly is actually going to make us a chop sports. Like, this one is, like, flush against the wall. We're getting a rotating... Yeah, 3D yeah, one that she wants to make for that's us. That's so. the, the benefits of being involved with a company like Artie right now at the beta phase because we're able to integrate our own show into into things like what they're able to do for us. So I'm very excited. I, I did hear a giggle. 
outside. So I'm hopefully maybe we're making them laugh as well. So anywho, we're moving on. Or it was a door slam. <laughs> during, like, we're out. <laughs> we're out of here. Come Never on. talking to these people again. Uh, the Bengals. Interesting. Uh, but I think it's justified. Anthony Munoz, offensive line. AJ again, Green. Another not a... Not a sexy pick for any stretch of the imagination. You can make, the, you can make the case Ooh, for Johnson? Ocho. Mm-hmm. I would I would say AJ Green. Carson Palmer. No, of I like all Palmer. time, I like Palmer as a pick. No, I, I was there forever, and like you know, he doesn't win a playoff game, but you know, he does put up. Yeah, some I'm not. I mean, numbers. Anthony Munoz was was he's a hall of Famer, arguably the best so. tackle in history up until a certain point when the recency bias kicked in and everybody knew is better than him. But I would say AJ Green's better than Ocho Cinco, maybe a Ufa. little bit. Yeah. Maybe like, I don't think so. Number, I mean, pound he, for pound, I think the difference. Ocho Cinco caught a bad rap because of his personality. Yeah, but also that might be why he gets a little more credit in the in the historic category because people know about him a lot more. AJ Green was a little more soft spoken, but his career numbers are pretty pretty gaudy. I mean, he threw yeah. for twenty three thousand yards as a that's it. As a, he was only at the Bengals for where the hell he go? Oh, Arizona, Arizona. Yeah, Could so you do that forty total? Forty thousand yards total. They're talking Car- about Cars Boomer, Boomer Esiason. Oh, Boomer. Yeah, what about so Boomer? Super Bowl too? I mean, still not better than Anthony Munoz, so no. Anthony yeah. Munoz, Tony I Benavento have to agree with. says Boomer. I, I, dude, I love Kyle's pick right here. He's a horse. That's Corey true, Dillon. too. Corey yeah, but, but Corey Dillon was, you know, we're talking about Hall of Famers. I think, I think if there's a Hall of Famer, that automatically makes it like you also have to reiterating what I so, said. To you. No, but why are we even having a conversation about? Uh, so Anthony Munoz yeah, is the guy. Corey so Dillon. we move on to the Cleveland Browns, which is a no brainer. I think we both agree. Jim Brown's the greatest Brown of all time. Yeah. What do you watch? I don't know. 46,000. Baker. Yeah, so he's over four. I'm sorry. Baker's been really solid. <laughs> and Deshaun Watson. They have really two. Yeah. Jim two Brown. quarterbacks. Jim Brown, yeah, of course. He close. thinks Baker Mayfield gives him <laughs> a run for the money. Or, or Deshaun Watson. <laughs> not, not Johnny Football. Not Johnny. Too. Maybe Tim Couch. Wow. Wow. Let's Ty start thinking Detmer. about the terrible Browns quarterbacks. That jersey that has like 71. That's cr- uh, Josh Detmer. Ty Detmer. Ty wasn't bad. Uh, yeah, was Josh Joey Campbell. Harrington ever over there? Joey Josh Harrington Campbell. ever make Jason Campbell. Jason Campbell. Jason Campbell. Uh, yeah, Joey, was Harring- there, Joey Harrington DeLome. was there. No way did Joey Harrington go there. Yeah, yeah. sure. Jake DeLome. Jake DeLome uh, on his... He was there, bro. Went to a Super Bowl, Seneca bro. Wallace. Jake DeLome went to a Super Bowl. Um, Fuck out of here. What is that? Brian Hoyer. Uh, Every quarterback that played <laughs> in the last twenty years that sucked was like twelve was a Brown, basically. That's amazing. Yeah, that sucks. They've got them all. They have like uh, eleven first picks overall oh, that didn't Tommy pan out. Tommy D coming in with a goat, Bernie Kosar. Yeah. He's got. There's a little bit now. of a run for the money for Jim Brown. On yeah, that one. Jim, Jim Brown and Bernie. Stays. Jim Jim Brown and Bernie Kosar. <laughs> what are we actually fucking doing here? Is this <laughs> yeah. Tommy? All right, go to bed. Moving on. Uh, AFC East. This isn't. Relatively easy for the Patriots. Yes, we all said Tom Brady. No question Newsom, there. Hall of Famer. Um, Buffalo Bills listed here on this graphic. The greatest offensive weapon they've ever had is also a murderer. <laughs> OJ Simpson is the greatest Bill of all time. And look, he's innocent until proven guilty. I'm pretty which, sure he's just like really just a sports memorabilia thief because that that's, that's what that's he did get convicted that's the of. The only thing he's got convicted yeah, of. Yeah, he right. did. He never. He's a, allegedly he's a murderer. murderer. We're not. We're not really here to make. But it. all right, so. I think murder for, jokes, though. So, uh, but. truth. Um, sorry, Nicole. Uh, but anyway, so I'm looking at this, and I'm thinking that at the end of the day, without question, I'm going to say Josh Allen surpasses this guy as the greatest offensive. Weapon I'm saying for the that Bills. Jim Kelly is already better. Thurman Thomas might even be better. I mean, Thurman Thomas is not as good as OJ Simpson, but he is good. Uh, but my thing beast, is, OJ dude. didn't play for Buffalo for forever. Thurman Thomas did. So, if we're talking about Bills accolades. 
Or are we talking because they're both Hall of Famers? So one guy did everything he did with the Bills. One guy played with another <laughs> franchise. Tony, Tony B coming in, man. If so you could fit. see, you could <laughs> see where I would pick somebody else over OJ. I think maybe talent wise in a vacuum, yes, but no. The I'm, I'm not, for I'm not picking OJ outside of football, though. I mean, yeah. greatest actor of all time, right? <laughs> one of the greatest yeah. actors. Didn't he play Nordberg? Right? Nordberg. Yeah. 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 Great movie. Um, the best the, sports movie. The, the, yes, one. And then people don't think it's a sports movie, but it definitely is. You think Naked Gun thirty three and a third is a sports movie? Is it thirty three and a third, or is it just Naked Gun? Oh, na- thirty three and a third them. was the ones with the Grammy Award. There's a or couple the, of them. Naked Gun is first of all OJ's in it. Number one, number two. So wait, Reggie Jackson's in it. In the Reggie movie Jackson's in it. And, and what's the most famous scene from that movie? And it wasn't just I'm a scene. Still, it was like a thirty minute. It was like Jackson. a thirty minute scene. Yeah. The baseball game. Oh, and Enrico Palazzo and him as the umpire. Hey, hey. I mean, what are we talking about? If that's not a sports movie, then what is? Kyle's coming and saying, OJ rushed 2,000 yards in 14 games. His yards per game record will literally never be Yeah, that's not debatable. He had one of the best seasons ever by any running back of all time. But is he the greatest offensive player to ever play for the Bills? That season, yes. But Ibby's got somebody. Peerless effing price. Ooh, definitely. <laughs> what a name. I love hearing that's we that just make, takes me back. Show topic. Love it. Love it, right? This show topic. Obscure great. obscure football the Dolphins, players. Uh obviously Dan the Man Marino. Close, close. Uh Marino. he should also die of gonorrhea and rotten hell, <sighs> according to the little old lady from Ace Ventura. But Dan Marino's a clear cut one. Here's a debate. As we move to the Jets, it's not on a this debate. graphic, what'd you say? It's not a debate. If you you think it's Joe Namath? It's, no. It's listed as Joe Namath. I don't no think way. it's Joe Namath. It's not. It's Curtis Martin. I, I thought Curtis it's Curtis Martin. Martin. Yeah, yeah, me too. It's Curtis Martin. Sure. Curtis Martin. So it we're all in agreement that Curtis Martin is the greatest offensive weapon that the Jets have ever had. Um, Namath, I feel like, I don't know. I just feel like maybe I guess the personality, the guarantee, all this stuff, it kind of just rolls it's into just, one. And just he's works. just the, yeah. the guy over with New York. And I just don't feel like that's a thing. Would you yeah. even put Namath second? Who's no? I said, uh, you know, it's funny. Nick Shine came in and said Martin, right? And I was like, yo, what about Wayne Grabet? Oh, no. No, I would probably say like Ma- Mangold or Anon just came in. Nick Mangold, uh, yeah. Greatest Jet. As like, if we're going offense, yeah. Wayne Grabet would be like, Wayne Grabet would be in the top five. But I mean, uh, if we're going to use OJ Simpson for the Bills, let's just not use a Jew, by LaDainian way. Tomlinson for um, LaDainian Tomlinson for. The Jets. No, he wasn't that long. He's actually listed here as I think that yeah, he's listed as a charger. But as we get there, but yeah, so Namath, not the guy for the Jets. Moving on over to the AFC South, the Colts. Peyton Manning. Is there any debate there that he's the greatest offensive weapon? No, no, right. We could talk about a few other guys because they just have so many worth mentioning with Marvin Harrison, Ed James. Love Edge. I love Edge. Love Edge. Like one of my favorites. Uh, Jim Harbaugh, (laughs) quarterback. Don Mikowski. There you go. Uh, let's see. Moving on over to the Titans. Not as long as lineage, obviously, but looks like they're going back to the Oilers as well. Bruce Matthews is their greatest offensive weapon of all time. Warren Moon? I'd say, yeah. I mean, I would, yeah. You know what? It's not a bad one. I think Warren Moon gives a run for my, and so Bruce, is Steve McNair. It's tough to pass up was on Bruce, Bruce Matthews. Was he, he played, he played for 31 years. Every year that they ever existed, he was there. Yeah, he was there. No, no, I'm yeah. kidding. But, yeah, Bruce Matthews was... Just the the quintessential offensive lineman at the time. Him and him and Munoz. Yeah, it's hard to go off of him. It's hard, it's hard to McNair, go off when, when they're there that long. Steve McNair. That's what I yeah, I said that before. Steve McNair might have been giving him a run for the money. Moving over to the Texans. Well, hold on, we're gonna report real quick that uh uh OBJ likely out till October. Yeah, that's not I thought he was gonna miss the whole year, so that's actually optimistic. Maybe even November, ESPN says. I said the whole season. Just based off of when he did it, it's it's hard sure, to get right? back, bro. It's, yeah. Hard it's, to get back. So whatever. OBJ is not on this list as any offensive weapon. Um, 
The Texans one is not close. <laughs> Tim Riley's coming to Eddie George? Question mark. Ooh, Eddie mm. George for the Titans. Yeah, but I, I'm not. He was there. I don't time think he too, was right? better than McNair. He's a cowboy. Oh yeah, for like a couple of years, he was a cowboy. Right outside, right I'm not going right to put it. Chris Warren. Would was you? A would you say who is more important? Eddie George is a Hall of Famer, right? I don't think so. Has, no, not yet. I don't think he's that. Not yet. I think. And if it's not yet, I don't think it's going to happen. Well, if he's not yet, if it's he's not, not gonna yet, happen. it's not going to happen. I think he is, though. I, I feel like he is. I don't. I feel like I've never watched a speech the, based off of my memory and speeches. Like I never. I don't think I've watched Eddie George speak about being in the Hall of Fame. Last week, George was named one of the twenty-six modern era semifinalists for the like Hall that. of Fame class of twenty twenty-two. So he's not in yet. No, so no, he's so not going to get in. The, the, the modern day thing, it's just, it's hard, man. Trust me, it took Pearson a long time to get into the hall. So if neither of those guys are Hall of Famers, Warren Moon is, uh, Bruce I Matthews is, I think that's the real debate is between those two. And you said there's no debate for the Texans. You think Andre Johnson yeah, is the greatest? Not even, they haven't been you around long enough. Sparked Finnegan in a fight. No, who else could we? That, bro. Oh my God. Who else could we even? Who else could we even nah, enter this into the, into uh, the David the Carr? He sucked, but I mean, just. It's the Texans. How about the uh, running back, Aaron Foster? Mm, he not was like the close. flavor of the month for like two years. No, Andre Johnson was that. No, yeah, obviously, there's not nobody close. else. But uh, here he goes, Scoop. This is not close either, I don't think. The Jacksonville Jaguars is Tony Bissell. Blake Bortles, not even close. <laughs> Hands down, the boat. No doubt about it. The boat, baby. Uh, I think it's I think it's it's Baselli. Baselli yeah. is one of the greatest linemen maybe ever. He's their only Hall of Famer ever and will remain their only Hall of Famer ever. For forever. Anon likes Jimmy so Smith. So I don't know. No. Yeah, that's a good I one, too. I liked him, too. too. Tony Smith, I liked him. Who was that receiving? Keenan McCardo. Keenan McCardo. Yeah. Wow. Take me back. All right. So that's Taylor, uh, that division. AFC West. We're moving on. Here's one that could be debated because of the fact that he's brand new, technically. Patrick Mahomes is listed as the chief. Tony Gonzalez. Tony, it is Tony. I was just going to hey, say Tony G. Stop or it. Even, Do you want to hear something? Kelsey's only like... Seven hundred yards from passing Tony Gonzalez. No shit, that close. Exactly. He's like, it'll it'll happen well, this year. I think in Chiefs target. history, not all time, right? No, uh, in Chiefs history. Yeah, yeah. So I think Tony G would probably be the guy. Um, it's arguments it's, for Priest it's, Holmes is Tony G. No, he's the so, one Priest Holmes of, only had like those you could make the case years. that he's the greatest at his position of all time. Jamal Charles. <laughs> you can make nah, the case that Tony, that Tony G is the greatest at his position ever. I know he true. did a decent amount of work in Atlanta. If Pat wins another one for them, you, then you'd have to I don't to think be. Pat has to win another one. He just keeps compiling numbers. If we revisit this conversation in five years, 100%. Like, yeah, it's, hard for, it's hard for a guy yeah. that's in his fifth year. What is he, in his fifth or sixth year? Yeah, it's young. You know, it's Tony like, Gonzalez put together a body work. Pat Mahomes gets hurt this year and never yeah, is the never same been, again. Yeah, then he doesn't right. ever pass 100%. Him. Yep. Yeah, a lot I'm of with variables. you on Tony. I don't think he's going to get hurt this year, though. No, but. Staying in the FCA West, the Los Angeles slash San Diego Chargers, and that's LT, LaDainian Tomlinson. Easy. No debates, right? Antonio, Antonio Gates, Gates is a close second, Rivers. but it's still. I put, I put Tomlinson a lot higher than most people in my all-time nice, list. Phenomenal. I think he's just a lot better. What he was able to do when Antonio Gates was at his best, it was all still Tomlinson. It was still 25 touchdowns for LT, mm-hmm. you know, 100 catches, 1,000 yards. He was. That team was so good. Going bro. back to the Chiefs real quick, uh, uh, Dante Hall was that's brought a good up. One. That's a that, special that teams a guy, one. technically. Like, he was a kick return. That's his Yeah, just a fun one. guy. That team was fun he to was watch. He was the one originally throwing up the X. Uh, the Dick so, Vermeil yeah, had LT, everybody crying. Yeah. Not even close. Now, this one's going to be debated by Gooch because I know he doesn't like the guy. Denver Broncos, John Elway. I mean, make the not, case for Terrell Davis? No. And maybe make the case for Shannon Sharp. Yeah. Nah. Uh, yeah. No. But all, greatest offensive weapon, though, you'd have to say Elway. Though. Yeah, I'm going to go with Elway. Yeah, Elway's but, the guy. But, you know, guy, Shannon Sharp is, a, no, is in the top three, top five tight end of all time. Elway, to me, is not 
in the top three to five quarterback of all time. So there's a, a bunch of different ways. Preference, ugh, John Elway sucked. But <laughs> he's clearly there, I would say, yeah. Quarterback, multiple championships, yeah. Got you. Raiders, Gene Upshaw. Marcus Allen? Well, I played for I like Chiefs, Marcus too. Allen. I like the Marcus Allen pick. I would also go as far as saying Tim Brown, that Derek Carr. That's a good pick too. Tim Brown, Tim, Tim Brown, Brown too. Tim. Derek Carr. Well, is Derek the, Carr is is catching him. Though. I agree. He wouldn't be the greatest. I don't right know, now, man. Tim Brown's but like he's catching Tim him. Brown's like all time NFL That's receiving true. ranks were like before Marcus it really before it really blew up. It was like in that era, it was always Jerry Rice and then Tim Brown. <laughs> Tim Brown's <laughs> been Fred solid. He played a really long time. Look though. I'm, I'm not. I'm. I'm saying Tim Brown. I would like some Raiders fans to chime in. I'm pretty sure that they're. Oh, so Tommy, Tommy what are you? Yeah, no Tommy D. Tim, Tim, Tim Brown. Damn, that's a good one. All right, moving on over to Gucci's beloved Green Bay Packers, in which I think there's a debate. No, it's not really a debate. Aaron Rodgers is listed as it. I was always listen. I'm a diehard Cowboy fan, but my favorite non-Cowboy maybe ever is Brett Favre. I love Brett Favre. I love his the way he played. I loved everything he did. He was incredible. Um, but again, I think Rogers kind of surpassed him. You could speak to this better than I can. Yeah, I would say that there's a there is a shred of the style Fumble of the NFL Rose, and the way things were going <laughs> and the coaching and, and and the whole dynamic of the Packers are having it easier to throw the ball now because of the way things were. The way things were back then, the receivers were getting hit. You know that whole song and dance. But you did see Favre come in in Minnesota and have like six picks that one year with 35 touchdowns once they made the rule change. So you could make the case that Favre is as good as Rodgers. I'm not going to do it. Rodgers is by far better than him. If you were really going to make the case, it would be Bart Starr. He's got like five championships, eh. but what are we talking about? That does talk, you know, it's Aaron Rodgers. So it's Aaron Rodgers. Or if we want to talk from a talent standpoint, a guy that always gets overlooked in terms of Green Bay is Sterling Sharp. If he didn't get hurt, I think he could have been one of the best ever at his position. Look but at his, he did num get hurt. Look at his numbers, bro. His numbers are crazy. Yeah, he was the first guy, I think, to ever eclipse 100 receptions in a year. Yep. He, like, set and then reset the record his a couple times. His numbers are nuts, dude. Imagine getting Brett Favre with that guy. I know. And for it his just career. Like that it. would have been primed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Bears. He would have left in a year. Bears, yeah. <laughs> no question here. It's sweetness. Walter Payton. Yeah. There's nobody there. Unless Jay you Cutler. Make a, you want to make a case for Jay Cutler? I, I Smoking get it. Jay, baby. Smoking Jay. <laughs> um. The Vikings, AP, all day, Mr. Adrian Peterson. Frank Tarkenton. Tarkenton, it's, it's probably Fran Tarkenton. What about Randy Moss? I know he played for a lot of That's teams. What about Chris Carter? It's Randy Moss, actually. Now it, that we're thinking about it. Offensive Randy weapon, Moss is the third Moss. best, in my opinion. It's Randy I don't Moss. think it's – he's in the top three receivers of all Moss. time. It's Moss. Bar none, Mo Randy Moss. So Randy Moss over AP. We're okay to yeah. switch this one? Yeah, Moss for sure. All right. Wow, the Minnesota Vikings have some talented they did. offensive Nothing players. How many Super Bowls they got? Nothing None. to show for it. Big old goosey. Um, Amon Green was a, a choice for my non uh, coming from the... Batman, and by the way, Amon, Amon Green just started following me on Instagram. So shout out to my new friend, Amon Green. What's nice. up, dude? He actually, you know what's funny? The only reason, it's funny, he's I got to ask these He's guys. through Artie, yeah. Yeah, it's he's following and is followed by Artie. So I want to know, he's a gamer. He does all the video games and stuff. So I'm curious to know if he's actually using the technology, too. I'm also curious to know if you could get him on as a guest for that us, guys. That would be guys. fantastic. Out in the hallway. I reached out to right. him in the lobby. Not too long ago. Let's do uh, that. Dante Culpepper? How about that? Nope. Mr. Remember no. that? I do. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so I'm with uh, Randy Moss as well. Moving on to the Lions. No debate. This yep. is definitely Mr. Barry Sanders. Um, Calvin. Who? You can make Calvin Johnson make a case, but no, Joey I'll Harrington? still go with Barry. No. <laughs> Joey, Harrington. Joey Harrington with his second appearance on the show today. 
probably he hasn't had, been talked about he, in years. He had a thing in Times Square, bro, like a whole building with his. Bro, he's on the cover of Madden. Joey was Harrington it, was. I'm pretty sure he was. No, he or, was. No. Yes, I think he was. it was the game day, maybe. Joey, Car- Joey Harrington was not on the cover of Madden. So what? Right, he was a cover boy of something. Not. College he was on the Times Square thing. I'm telling you. College I'm game day. Maybe college. Maybe college, but not. I'll Madden. look it up after the show. He's on the cover of something. <laughs> Anyway, I'm uh, moving on to my beloved ESPN Dallas magazine. Cowboys. What? ESPN the magazine? <laughs> yeah, maybe. The program sure on a bunch of covers. <laughs> <laughs> the Cowboys put enlisted Larry Allen as their greatest offensive weapon. I can sit here and agree with that to an extent of saying that he's the greatest guard maybe ever to play the game of football. So I give that by default. He's the greatest offensive weapon the Cowboys ever had. Technically. It's not Troy. It's Emmett you can make a, a, a play for because he's the all-time leading rusher ever. And he did it while he was with the Cowboys. And he did it with a great offensive line, which I know a lot of people like to make that stupid argument. But again, you know, looking back at that offensive line, they have one Hall so, of Famer. So one. if Larry Allen Larry was, Allen's if Larry like, Allen, this is a good debate. If Larry Allen was a Detroit Lion his whole career, would he, would he be the best Detroit Lion of all over time? Over Barry Sanders. Over Barry. I don't know. Damn, that's <laughs> that is like a, a, that is a good. That is like because it's because like if you're going to give it to Larry Brown, uh, Larry Allen over Emmett. Emmett, Emmett, who's the all-time leading rusher, right? Why he's with the Cowboys? It's hard. It's hard. I would say I would say no to both. I would say Emmett Smith is better than Larry Allen. I would say Emmett Smith too. Yeah, only because like he did it with the Cowboys. Like it was like he. Did it with the Cowboys, went to the Browns, had all these other or the Cardinals. yards. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm putting Emmett Smith over yeah, Larry Allen. I'm sorry. No disrespect to the, to the big boys to, up front. I'm going to stay with the big hosses up front and say that he is literally arguably the I best would say, guard ever. I would say if you're going to like rank that Dallas Cowboys offensive line, while Larry Allen was obviously a huge piece and a big part of it, but it was really collectively that line but was what made like Emmett more so. It probably got swept under, but like Larry Allen's the only Offensive lineman for the Cowboys in the Hall of Fame. Of all that big, great wall of Dallas, he's the only one out of that time era, like that 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 frame. It's a shame they gave Aikman the Hall of Fame over all those linemen. <laughs> wow. Uh, Troy Hambrick for the boys. That's a very solid pick, Matt, but I'm going to lean towards no. Uh, I mean, Hambrick was I mean, supposed to be I the mean, next Emmett. I mean, <laughs> never I happened. mean, how are we not even mentioning Roger Staubach right here? Captain America himself. I think it's Roger Staubach. Actually, I renege on Emmett Smith. It's Staubach. I still think he made them America's team. Listen, he, he's I'm like, not going to sit here and argue that. Yeah, but. it's Stallback. All right. Moving or, on or to Jay the, Novacek. The, the, <laughs> jumping Jay Novacek. Moving on to the New York football giants. They have listed here Eli Manning. Uh, I, I guess because if you think about the lineage of the offense of the giants, right? Like you're looking at I'm the quarterbacks. I'm quarterbacks before to... him. Phil Simms argument. Sure. Uh, the running game is never really that good. Tiki Barber, Rodney Hampton, Ron Dane, no. Jacobs. No. Offensive lineman worth. They've always kind of struggled on that department. The they never had a good tight end outside no. of the guy who Shockey, carried like 18 guys left. on his back. Yeah, what the hell was his name? Shockey. What was Mark Bavaro. Bavaro. Oh, but again, I I would say. I would Phil say, McConkey. Like that, those eighties, those eighties Giants teams are the most New Jersey, are like the most eighties New Jersey Names, shit ever. Right? Phil McConkey, Mark Bavaro. That's because that Bill Parcells like, love Jersey guys. He says it, it all the time. I talked about Parcells yesterday in the podcast that I did. Um, AJ Bascon saying, "How is Zeke not? <laughs> I'm not, <laughs> not doing that over and over and over again." So, uh, Giants, I would assume that that's the pick. I want to say there's a debate. There's a running back for the Eagles here, Steve Van Burt Buren. Yeah, Buren. he's a running back. He's a running back. Over Steve, uh, over Donovan McNabb, Eagles, yeah, white running back from the thirties. I've never heard of him. To be Get honest, the fuck out of here. Not, let's, really? stop. Buren? let's stop. Let's stop this now. So. This is blasphemy. 
T.O. I'll take one year of T.O. <laughs> over the white running back from the 30s. Sorry, white running backs from the 1930s. You're not better than these guys. McCaffrey's sitting there on his bench. Donovan like, McNabb shit. better. How about Brian Mitchell, bro? He played offense and special How about teams. LaShawn McCoy? How about... No, nah, how? Brian so you're, Mitchell you're just is better throwing than Van Buren into the dumpster right now. You're just like I mean, look at else. Shady McCoy's numbers at the end of the day. Like, he's... Look at his active numbers. I know that... There's not many active players that have played as long as him, but I would take it's him like over AP and him. Nab over the greatest Eagle offensive. Well, I'm not. I'm not. I'm certainly not taking a guy that I've never no, heard I of. No, me neither. But okay, McNabb. Right. All right. Moving on over to the Washington Ron Redskins Jaworski. football team, Commanders. Randall whatever. Cunningham. That's true too. I love Randall Cunningham. Randall, not a bad. Not he was like a bad the first pick. like running quarterback. Yeah, he was the like, guy that kind of right. like. He was a little bit of a trend. He would take off. Like, yeah, no, yeah. no. Lanky Not just guy, get three yards. Take no off. disrespect you remember, to, you remember to Steve Van Buren. The Vikings? Yeah, And bro. the Cowboys. Hell yeah. I, I remember. Randall Cunningham put up like Some MVP beast, numbers bro. that year. Oh, I like Randall. really good. I'm a big year. Randall Cunningham guy. Ron Jaworski. How about that? What about Ron? How about Joe? Oh, yeah, I said him. First of all, Is they need to bring that ESPN back. Anymore? That show that they used to do where it was they were just doing the it was the NFL matchups and he was breaking it down X's and O's. Best show way ahead of its time. They need to bring that type of shit back for ESPN instead of just um, first take and Stephen what, What's his name? Arlovsky, who I can't yeah, stand. No, he sucks too. Come on. Uh, we need Redskins, back. Commanders, football team, you name them. They've changed their name plenty of times. Still a scumbag franchise, but Trent Williams is the listed guy. He's one of the better linemen. I want to say. What was the back that they had? Give, give Clinton the Portis? Seven, no, in like the how about 70s, Art Monk? 80s. How about, how about Jim um, Theisman? How about John Riggins? Yeah, how about, John Riggins. That's his, that's his name. But I'm not going to go with Joe Theisman, but. Art Monk, John Riggins. They're still trying to find Joe Theismann's leg on the field right Bro, now. I mean, I'm pretty oh, sure man. Trent Williams has been out of Washington for like oh three years, God. and he's still Don't locked up started, in a contract Kyle. dispute. Kyle coming out with the Santana Moss. That dude used nah. to torch the Cowboys every single time. I remember it was one Monday night football game where I was just like, I was sick. I think, you know, was, I think it was fucking Tim McCown. Not Tim McCown. Jo what's Josh, Josh McCown. Josh, no, no. It was the kid from Texas. Um, Cole, Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy. Hits freaking Santana Moss on a post route. I'm just like, does, does anybody want to cover this? <laughs> I was so mad. Um, that was like four, 2014. Uh, but anyway, I want to say that this is off. I don't, I don't give it to Trent Williams. I would give it to an offensive skill position guy. I would say Clinton Portis, bro. He's like one of the better. I mean, running Art backs. Monk is a Hall of Famer. That's true too. Art Monk's there. I just, I would take Trent off. But um, all right, let's move on. And I don't think he was there long enough. No, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> right. Kyle coming in. Santana Moss would have 900 receiving yards on the season, 425 against Dallas. <laughs> Not wrong, bro. Not wrong. All right, the Saints. Is there any debate that it's Drew Brees as the greatest offensive weapon they've ever had? Deuce McAllister? Oh, Jesus Ricky Christ. Williams? No, it's Drew Brees. It's yeah, Drew Brees. Uh, Ibby will be paying attention to this one. Is Julio Jones the greatest offensive weapon that the Falcons ever had? I want to say yes, but you got to get the, give it to the guy responsible for getting into the ball, Matty Ice. Matt Ryan was a, was a former MVP of the league, goes to a Super Bowl. I'm trying to think of these older Atlanta teams. Yeah, Chris Andre Chandler, Rising. Jamal Anderson, the Dirty Bird. No, I know. I'm, <laughs> Andre Rising. I'm, I'm, I'm just, yeah, no. No, I'll yeah, it's either, Gonzalez. I would put Roddy White over <laughs> all those guys. Matt Ryan. Oh, shit. What about Mike Vick? Yeah, Mike Vick. Greatest offensive weapon of all time. That for Atlanta. I mean, he was a yeah, it's Vic. Chico it's Vic. It's in Vic, Matt or, Vic or Matt Ryan. Who would you choose right now? Starting a team in their primes. Come on. Would you take Mike <laughs> Vick or Matt Ryan? Question. It's not a question. I'm taking in Matt their Ryan. prime right now. Who you taking? I'm taking Matt Ryan. I'm taking Matt Ryan oh, too. Man. 
right, I'm taking Vic. You're out of your fucking mind. And yeah, we're, and, dogs. and we're blowing your teams out by 40. <laughs> so that's our, as we have our own dogs on the sideline. And if we're blowing you out by 40, we'll just lose in the end anyway. It doesn't matter. <laughs> we have Matt Ryan. A lot of people so. coming in the in the comments saying, Michael Vick, great call. Thank there you. we go, Michael Vick. But Matt Ibanez is the resident Falcon here. And he says it's Matty Ice. Yeah, I'm so going I gotta go with I gotta go with Matt. Pro- like you might sell you might sell Matt a shitload Ryan. of jerseys if you get Mike Vick and it'll be the exciting thing he'll be on commercials that dope ass video uh, roller coaster yeah, commercial that yeah. they had with Vic the Michael Vick experience Michael Vick experience oh, so cool by the way all right moving on Tampa Bay Buccaneers listed right now Mike Evans at the end of the day it's gonna be Tom Brady <laughs> Tom Brady's there for four years and all of a sudden he's the greatest weapon ever. Work done. I was going work done. Work done. Mike Allsat. Work done, John. Mike Allsat. Even the Bahamas, he's the coolest dude in the world. Uh, I would say. I would have to say, yeah, Mike Evans. I'm not going to disagree with. Is the guy, yeah. If I have to think about it, maybe some of those Keyshawn that those offenses weren't good. That's another Keyshawn card out real quick. Um, Carolina, Steve Smith. Yes. No love for Tim Biakabatuka. <laughs> Nothing. Jake Delhomme. Uh, Jake Delhomme. Again, another reference to Jake Delhomme. We've we've talked about Jake Delhomme and who's the other one? Tim Couch. No. Kerry Collins. Kerry, no. no. Joey Harrington. No, we were, Joey Joe Harrington. Harrington. We talked about. Kerry we were bringing Collins. these guys from the dead of obscurity. Uh, there's no Bro, way they're on Kerry any Collins other show being good. talked about Kerry right now. Collins. I think Kerry Collins was a little underrated. I think Kerry Collins he was, was good. a drunk. <laughs> exactly. So went to a Super Bowl. Since Hammer. when is being a drunk a felony? It's not a felony. <laughs> now you sound like Watson's attorney. Kerry Collins was a drunk <laughs> because a, at that golf thing, Kerry Collins was uh, hammered at that golf was, court. Was uh, Kyle coming in all stop best fullback ever? Yes. No. Moose. No. Troy Richardson. Ooh. Tony, Look, Richardson. Sweet Tony Richardson. Tony Richardson. Like what about Richardson. like Lorenzo Neal? Didn't he? Isn't a fullback's job just to block? Well, well like Cam, catch passes and stuff. Hey Cam, what about Look, this? Look, that's thingy? a debate that nobody cares about, but it's probably wow. decent. Just uh, slandering fullbacks right now. Nobody cares about it. I mean, like, how do you debate it? What, what are we talking? What are we talking Walker, about? Guy, guy that can pick up a blitz like Zeke. Yeah, so um, Ezekiel Elliott is, is probably the best fullback of all time. <laughs> um, I don't mean that it's nobody cares about it, oh. but but when we're talking about fullbacks, it's like Jim Taylor. He played fullback. It's a different position, so there's, he there's, wasn't a running back. But yeah, Jim Taylor's. Better we were than all him. over the Steve Smith train. Cam Newton for the greatest Panther ever. No, it's Steve Smith still. Okay. <laughs> Debate that one another day. All right, so finally wrapping up with the NFC West, Arizona, no question, Fitz, right? I mean, Larry Fitzgerald, greatest Cardinal maybe ever, mm-hmm. both sides of the ball. I want to say, yeah, uh, dangerous. By the way, that did you share? Did you send me that freaking? Oh my god. Well, I thought he finally the showed most my brother. Cringe the human cr- being on earth. So I seen it. Cringeworthy. With, with him that's doing right. The, the Denver stuff. Aye. That's right. Aye. Did you see that? There's ride. like a comedian. Bro, there's like a and Instagram, like Instagram influencer like, that is mocking him, and they have like a girl fit. dressed up as Sierra, Sierra and him, and he's doing it. He's like Broncos always. Let's ride. Like all subtle. Watch it back. It's like when it's when the video starts. It's like he was doing it, and the girl who was talking him was like. You have to say Bronco Country, let's ride. Yeah, no, she kept saying, kept she's saying like, like, okay, great. Like, she's like, okay, great, just one more time. <laughs> Bronco Okay, country? great, great, perfect. Again? <laughs> Dude, I... I, Russ? I, I go to, all right. For, you are a football player, for right? All references, for all references, Danger Russ, Mr. Russell Wilson, go to his Twitter right now. His most recent video that he's posted, he was speaking it's at so a college, funny. and he's just like, 
guys just got to give 110 uh, percent. Everything's great. You know, learn, stay in school. Are you doing other... are you doing white rust? White now? rust. This Your is Dave's white like... rust right now. I'm just you just got to give it your all, blah, blah, blah. Then you go and watch him talk with Tim Patrick and Jerry Judy. He's like, yo, Bronco, what it That's is. That's normal. Like, That's normal. Did you, you see? You are cringeworthy, You ever my see man. the, um, the dap ups, the Key and Peel daps? <laughs> Obama? We're like they they like walk oh, by yeah, yeah, and like yeah, 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 it's funny yeah. funny stuff. Funny <laughs> stuff. Anyway, oh here's one that's gonna fire Kyle up right now. By the way, San Francisco 49ers. That's a Jerry good one, Rice, though. who apparently, according to Kyle Kerms, the sauce himself, thinks that Jerry Rice might be the most overrated player. No, in that's NFL a hot history. take. Ridiculous. Kyle Kyle knows that Jerry that's Rice is ridiculous. Isn't. I to a degree, I understand what he's saying in terms of the numbers, and it's the old, one of those debates where it's like, would you take KD? Over Steph, I'd say like Jerry Rice and Steph Curry are, are the, the comparable in this equation. Where a Kevin Durant, like you're not take, you're not. There's no way that Randy Moss isn't a better fit for any team than Jerry Rice. I'm like, with Kyle here. That I'm going sense. Joe Montana. I say I say Montana as well, but only because he's the quarterback and they're both in the top three in their position all time. It's Anon just, wants Roger Craig love. Stop. <laughs> I want Ricky Rich Waters, Waters while too. We're at it too. Yeah, so we could just name a bunch of Tim players. Tim Riley says it's Rice, hundred percent. So look, that it's the age old debate. But again, there's it's Rice to some people, hundred I mean, percent. But greatest, it's not Rice, hundred percent. Some people say Jerry no Rice way. is the greatest football player to ever play the game. That's you know when you think of football, who's the first person that comes to mind? And and a lot of people say Jerry Rice. So it's like, how do you not make him the number one guy Kyle over says, at San Fran? Bro, 180 yeah. targets for 20 years, and they're going to have crazy-looking stats. Yeah, but you got yeah, to catch the ball time, and get Playing open. for 20 years and being good enough to receive 180 targets is a testament to what Jerry Rice was able to do. You can't deny Jerry Rice's numbers because they're so far and away better than everybody else that you can make the case. It's like one of those things with Brady where it's like, okay, he has four rings, but you could come up with all these factors as to why. Right. And then it's like fifth ring. It's like, all right, some of those factors are leaving. Okay. And then now he's got like 13 rings. It's like you can't say anything. Jerry Rice managed to create enough distance between himself and the next guy to end the debate. But it is one of those debates where if you do bring it up, you could bring some pretty intriguing points into it, which Kyle has done. And I do agree with. But we're not debating Jerry Rice as the best receiver of all time. We're debating him as he's the best player that ever played for the 49ers offensively. And to me, it's got to be Montana. I think it's Montana, too. Uh, debate this one. Last one. 32 teams here. We've covered them all. The L.A. Rams, Eric Dickerson. No way. Who you give it to? Marshall, Marshall, Marshall Falk. Falk, yeah. I give it. I would give it to more than receivers over Dickerson. I would give it to Holt or Bruce. It was still Marshall Falk. Give me some love for Kurt Warner. Like Falk Marshall Falk, when, when the... When the uh, the greatest show on turf, that's what they were calling him, right? Yeah. It was Isaac Bruce and Torrey Holt. They had a thousand yards, thousand yards. There was a third player on that team that was catching a thousand yards every year. Mm -hmm. but uh, he was Ricky also Prohl. it was Marshall Falk, oh. but he was also <laughs> running, but he was also rushing the ball for close to a thousand yeah. or or vice versa with twenty five touchdowns. Blocks, all that Stop. Stuff too. Marshall Falk is special one of the best all purpose backs, if not Savage. the best all purpose back ever to play the play the game. <clears throat> all right. I like it. There nah. is your debate. There is your debate. No so, disrespect to Eric Dickerson. Once he, again, ladies and gentlemen, it is showtime week. I'll bring this back up here. Also, I'm just being a little braggadocious now at this point with this already technology. I, well, I will mention an uh, interesting fact. Eric Dickerson and Marshall Falk both played for the Colts and the Rams. Kind of cool. Interesting. Right? They did. You know, that is a good little tidbit. But anyway... We want to thank plenty of people today, especially Artie, for coming on in here and helping us out, finally establish ourselves as one of the only 
shows in the world to use this technology. It is Chop Sports doing this. Well, I'll say one of. I'm sure there's plenty of other people that are going to catch on to this train, but we're getting on it first, and we are the goddamn conductors of this bad boy. So... Thanks to Artie, and of course, thank you guys for watching. Please like the video. As you can see, the Chop Sports barbecue uh, flag is on our desk right now, but is it really? Is it? It's not. But please, if you guys are going to go, chopsports.events at gmail.com to RSVP. We got to do a lot of shopping this week. We got to prep for this bad boy. It's going to be a great time. Bring the kids. It's going to be a great, great day for Chop Sports. Uh, so we appreciate all of that. We appreciate you guys for watching. Tomorrow, we'll get into more stuff. Look. This is the dog days of summer right now. There is no other sports happening outside of, obviously, the, the Avalanche are probably going to wrap this up in a couple of nights. Yeah, so just be ready for a lethal dose of NFL football with some college football sprinkled in. We do have the NBA draft coming up ah, very yes, soon. We so do have that. we'll possibly reach out to some of our NBA experts. And I say NBA, I mean more like college basketball guys that could kind of give us some info <laughs> on the draft. Guy, what was I? Ah, yes. Good call, man. This is why he's the producer tomorrow. Big, big show. I don't even know why I just said, oh, we got nothing to talk about tomorrow at 1130. We start at 11 o'clock. Obviously, we'll get into all these stuff that happens overnight. But 1130 joining us on the Chop Sports Daily Live will be none other than Hall of Fame <coughs> catcher Johnny Bench. Uh, he will be joining us. Uh, it's going to be a great conversation. He's actually representing uh, skin cancer, melanoma, the treatments that he actually beat. Um, he's going to bring also, he's going to bring his doctor on. So we're going to be talking to his doctor as well. Listen, as much as it's not sports related, we're all outside doing crazy yeah, things. It's perfect. The summer months are coming I'm up. Barbecue's coming. Arm. I have like a couple chocolate chips that I might need to get checked out myself. Maybe I'll have his doctor. There you go. Do so it over the, we the will live have stream. Johnny bench on here tomorrow. I, I can't believe I forgot that we've been prepping for that forever. So be sure to check us out tomorrow at 11 o'clock. Subscribe to the channel. We have a new little influx of subscribers. So if you're new to the channel and new to the show, please like the video. Tell your friends about us if you like us or not. Um, but yeah, more likely you could like us. I mean, I don't think we're unlikable people, right? We're, we're good guys, right? Okay. Yeah. Anyway, for Sturge and Cooch and Rob and already representatives out there in the lobby, this has been another episode of the Chop Sports Daily. And we'll see you guys tomorrow with Johnny Bench. But there was this one company, I think called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah.